Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Uh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Hello, I'm Matt Beamer, and this is In the Marbles. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. If this is your first time, welcome. If this is your more than second time listening to this, thank you for the continued support here at In the Marbles. Preston, I really appreciate it. Preston, how's it going, man? It's going great. Dancing over here. Yeah, yeah. We got, you brought us in. That was great. It's fantastic. It's like all live now. It's weird. We, we finally we got an upgrade to the mixer from a couple weeks ago, so now we have a... This thing is called a road. It's called a Roadcaster Pro. Pro. Yeah, and it does That's everything. That's really cool. I mean, it does everything. More upgrade. It's weird. Now it looks like you're like a DJ at a club or something. Well, I I figured more. This would be more professional sounding. I mean, there's there's definitely after a while. Way more like this is like multicolored. It does it well. It does everything for me. I don't have to switch knobs or everything. Everything's done internally. We might be able to do all this show in the dark, man. We might light up everything. We could also do it on the road because there's a micro USB in there, and we could record up to I think 128 hours. So we just need to hit record when we're on the road now instead of lugging everything with us. Yeah, that's great. That'd be fantastic. So, man, how was your Halloween? Well, we I worked. Oh yeah, we did work. Oh okay. Well, wait, were you working? I was working. Okay, was so working. you did work. For those, of, for those listeners who don't know, Preston and I are both firefighters, and that's why one of the questions posted to us, not online for this week's Q&A, but in general, was why don't you have a consistent time to release shows? Well, yeah. We're, we're firefighters, and we don't have – the schedule constantly changes for us. We try to do it by late – what is it? Thursday night at the latest record, maybe get it out by Friday, but as long as it's done before the race weekend, who cares? Well, my, my buddy uh, – 
Maples, he texted me last night. And he's like, where's the podcast at? I said, uh, it's going to happen tomorrow. Uh, see, you know, <laughs> we I mean, were working yesterday. So. We were, and it's unfortunate, but as long as we do it every week, get everything in, I think we, we got a good shot and keep going. Well, just one day the schedule will work out. Maybe one day we'll make enough money to do this for a living, and it will be consistently every week. Yeah, uh, I heard uh, the neighborhood over here gets pretty uh, busy with Halloween people. Well, I don't know. My wife came up here. Oh, okay. Yeah, my we got some friends that live in the neighborhood over here too. Oh, and besides me? Yeah, besides you. Okay. You're not the only one. Well, I thought I was. Well, not yeah. Well, not anymore. So, uh, did you have any fun at the fair? It was all right. It was a you know traveling fair, and after going to Disney World, it's not. It's not, it's the, not the same. Fair. It's not the same. So you didn't ride any rides? No, of course not. Okay, uh, I didn't ride any rides either. I don't. I don't trust it. Just play some games here and there. Let the kid, oh yeah, absolutely. Kid do some stuff. She had some fun. Won some stuffed animals for her. But yeah. overall, it was fun. But uh, yeah, like I said, we got this new Roadcaster Pro. Now we have the ability to do phone calls. We might try to talk to Charlie here. He might be our guinea pig for here for in the marbles. Oh, fantastic! Uh, but definitely trying to network and going to be ordering those T-shirts tomorrow. Uh oh, putting Look those out, t- everybody putting those T-shirts on order. It's so remember, happening. top th- first top three fans get a T-shirt. Definitely keep everybody up to date, and once they're available, we'll let you guys know, and maybe a few of you will pick them up and support in the marbles. It's happening very slowly. It, it is, but it's yeah, happening. man, it, it's slowly yet surely, surely here. Dude, I don't know. My computer, this thing sucks. You, here, you need you need to write down everything. I know I'm terrible. I mean, do you even know what's? Do you even have your news picked out? Yeah. Well, see, here's the thing: things that I come across, I send to myself. As like a backup on like oh, Facebook, because like do. I don't, it's, never, it's, it's just a fail safe. That's well, all it is. So was a pen and paper. I'm gonna tell you right now. There was Maples, my buddy, sent me something this afternoon, and he said that Front Row Motorsports and John Hunter Nemechek are working on something for next year, which makes me question. Ooh. Yeah, and you know, I texted him back. I said, "Where'd you see this at?" Because I hadn't seen. It was just this afternoon. He texted me, and I was like, "Oh, yo!" And he hasn't texted me back yet. Yeah, I didn't even know about that. But like, I've been trying to find out where he found this at. Interesting. We'll definitely keep an eye on it, but I wonder if maybe they're they don't really have anybody for to fill David Reagan's spot yet. No, they don't. So maybe I was hoping Hemrick would go. Oh man, because Hemrick still doesn't have a ride for twenty twenty. Yeah, you're right. And That's true. those are really the only big changes in silly season so far. It sound it looks like Suarez is going to stay at Stuart Haas, give it another week or so, and I think we'll have our answer. Mm-hmm. We have Stenhouse going to JGR, right? And Busher taking his spot at Roush. Yeah. Other than that, that's the only move. Kurt Busch just signed a multi-year extension. Oh, yeah, he did. Kurt Busch did. I think I did have that on my news here. I mean, there's, there was a couple different things that were going down over the weekend. There was a really big one, and I'm sure. Oh, we're going to talk okay. about we're going to talk about Penske buying. Oh, okay. Indi- I knew Indi- it. Indi- well, you know what was funny was? After that happened, my buddy Maples texted me not too long after that. I think it was the next day. And he texted me immediately in the morning. He goes, I woke up this morning and found out Roger Penske bought my apartment complex. And I was like, ah, that's funny. <laughs> I think he was doing that as a joke. That would be Penske cool to have be a... buying apartment complexes in Tennessee. You never know. Roger Penske has his thumbs in many pies. What if he, would, he could be buying America? Multi- what if he becomes the next president? That would be awesome. Every day would be a race day holiday, and oh, everybody yeah. would be, get double fantastic. pay and time off. And yeah. I'd vote for him. He Absolutely. seems pretty savvy. Let's see here. Uh, well, other than that, it was so funny. Um, So I'm talking to a, one of our friends. You know Brian Kennedy, right? Brian? Oh, yeah. Kennedy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good He's guy. He's a funny guy. Oh, very funny. So he helped me a lot in the technical side of this podcast. You know, uh-huh. what, what 
to buy, what, you know, to do to edit and record yeah. because he, he's all savvy into that. Well, it was so funny because um, I saw him on, on a call one night, a couple nights ago, and he said, I said, how do you, I, you know, he made a podcast too. And I say, man, I'm digging your podcast, really enjoy it. And, I say, and you know, I kind of had to say, so what do you think of mine? You know, he said, it's good. And then he said something that was so funny. He said, Brian's a race fan. I am a race fan, if you can understand. I think like, I can understand, but just by looking at you. Okay, you know. well, my le- his level's maybe out of five, six if it's a big race. Yeah. My level's always at 11 out of 10. Oh, okay, out of 10. That's what I mean by Fantastic. he's a race fan, but I'm a race fan. And, you know, I think that's one of the things. you got to be passionate about something, if you're, especially if you're going to put it out for the whole world to potentially hear. Wait, what? He's got his own podcast? Yeah. Does he do it by himself? No, he does it with um, Steven and um, Josh. Oh, so they all three do it together? Okay, all right. I got yeah, it yeah, it's really okay, good. I'm it's really stuff. funny. Yeah, kind of, kind of that dark humor stuff. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard. But, you know, it's not horrible. No, but I've heard before. You know, they, and they, they support our podcast just like I support theirs, so they're, they're good guys. That's good. And they help me out a lot. Like I said, they give those constructive criticisms that if you're new into this, like we are, really help. And I, I'm already digging this pro ca- podcaster pro. I'm hoping this episode comes out really good. It sounds like it's going to. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. Sounds like it's going to. But we're going to get into the news here. We already hinted on Roger Penske yeah. buying Indy. What do you think of that? You know, I don't I don't really know what to say about it. I mean, it's he bought IndyCar and then Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And I heard that he was hinting about maybe putting lights up at the brickyard as well. Yes, I saw that too, and that would be just amazing. And I think that would draw more people there. Also, I think this is going to go towards far for NASCAR expanding their operations there, maybe racing the road course there. Oh, at the brickyard. Yeah, at the brickyard. So what? So what? What? What I take from this is what if it gets to the point where they decide that Indy and NASCAR they combine like a weekend, you know, like. I think this would be the perfect opportunity to do it at, like a big race weekend. Maybe not at Indianapolis. No, not in Indy, but like somewhere else. In Pocono. Well, doesn't Indy race at Texas? They do. Well, then there you go. Okay, Texas could be one of them. Well, probably not in the playoffs though. No, I don't know. Probably spring race. Speaking of that, I mean, there was a lot of my uncle John texted me this weekend and said not a lot of people went to NASCAR race. I said, yeah, because they're all in Austin for the Formula One race. Oh, and te- oh. I mean, what? I mean, oh. I've I read a lot of comments online. It's like that was such a split decision for fans. But the way I see it is, why didn't you plan accordingly and go to the spring race in Texas? Yeah, exactly. A lot of racetracks, I think, only need one race a year. Maybe Dover, maybe yeah. Texas. Bristol, I think, could pack it in if they do it right. But the night race was awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, well, and, it, that- and substitute those tracks for like maybe a mo- substitute a track at uh, a race day to Texas for maybe a Milwaukee mile or Ooh, a rock yeah, Milwaukee miles or, or one. Rockingham or Nazareth. Bring, I wish they would go back to Rockingham. Rockingham bring bring Nazareth back. Yeah, Nazareth is, is abandoned, just like North Wilkesboro. All the weeds are growing there. I, bring I would those, love to go back to Rockingham. I think a lot of nostalgia would come from that, and a lot of people will buy tickets to go to those races. I, you know, if if they brought Rockingham back, I would definitely. I've never been to Rockingham. I would definitely go to that. I, I've never been to Rockingham either. But I I, I enjoyed watching the Milwaukee Mile a lot when the um, Xfinity Series. Were, were yeah, that was there. a lot of fun. 
I always so want to say the fun. Bush series, though, for some reason. That's okay. Say Bush series. Back in time. Well, yeah, I mean, that's when I think the last race was Bush series or nationwide. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. can say Xfinity all I you mean, want. Paul Menard won in that at the Milwaukee Mile. Well, he also won Indianapolis. Is it bad if I, if I say that I might cry when he, like, leaves? You know, he doesn't feel any, like, someone asked him. They were like, are you, like, sad to be leaving? And he's like, no. He's just going to go back to, I, um, <clears throat> excuse me, ice racing up there in uh, Wisconsin. I think he's done his time. Yeah, well, he's still going to race here and there, but he wants to. I read an article that says he wants to do a lot of racing on, like, uh, Different like road course racing and like different series, which would driver, be cool. A lot of drivers do that. They he enjoys the they, road course racing more. I think once you get out of the seat like that, where there's no pressure, there's no anything. I think you you can enjoy it. Well, that's what he said. He said he wants to go back to like it's not a very popular series, but it's an ice racing series up in Wisconsin where it's like it's popular, but it's not that popular. So like you can go and still have fun and just race, and that's what he wants to do. So. I mean, kudos to him. You know, he did his time. He's got a family now. He's going to go race here and there, and that's that. I mean, good for him. Well, same way with David Reagan. That's the reason why he's retiring. Yeah. Yeah. David Reagan's a great guy, too. Oh, yeah. I met him at the Oyster Roast here in Charleston. Yeah. he's He seems like a very down-to-earth guy. He really is. And I thought, another egg on my face moment, I I didn't know why he was there. He was doing an appearance for Shriners. Ah, yes. So, I, I didn't know... And I was like, well, are you from here? He says, no, I'm from Georgia. I went, oh. You know, I always do that with drivers. I'm, I'm such an, I open my big mouth. Yeah. And I insert, I did the same thing with Allgaier. Oh, that was great. I saw you win Daytona. It. I'll never I finished, forget it. I finished second in that race. Oh, yeah, I didn't oh. win that race, dude. Oh, I'll just yeah. take that and that and that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, oh. Could you sign that again, please? Yeah, sign uh, the back. Yeah. Sign the back. Make sure it's official. <laughs> My goodness. I was so embarrassed. Oh, that was great. Yeah, whatever, was, man. If great. you're afraid of putting yourself out there, you're never going to get anywhere in life. Oh, you're right. That's you're true. never going to get anywhere. Speaking of, uh, speaking of Formula One. So ESPN renewed uh, their deal through 2020 to continue to air races for Good. Formula One. Good. What I like about the Formula One races on ESPN, no ads. Oh, no it's ads. Lights out to checkered flag. You'll notice if it's not re-aired, if it's live event, you DVR it, there are no commercials. I, was, I wonder if that's because Formula One's got a lot of money or not. Or, I mean, that might be ESPN as well. It could be people putting the effort into limiting races because I saw this statistic online about how many commercials minutes there were during the NASCAR race. And there was like 45 minutes to an hour and like a third of the race was commercial. That's crazy. You know, that's not, you know, that's counting every commercial, not just the side by side stuff, not just everything. That's a good way to go. I th- I applaud ESPN for that. I really enjoy watching formula one just for that is no commercials. Well, is it? So you're talking about the, just the length of the race then it could be the length of the race. Well, because, I mean, I, I mean, know formula one has got, they're I mean, like those a, guys got money. Yeah, but they're like an hour and a half races compared to NASCAR's three hours. Yeah, yeah. And I bet I'm sure the network's going to want their due diligence in all of that as well. Oh, but then the last piece of news I have, unless you have anything else. Well, there's there's a couple. I I, I did find a couple other things. What do you got over there? Okay, I got a uh, Go Fast Racing uh, is doing the alliance with Stuart Haas here in 2020. That. Yeah, I was about to say that. I saw that the other day too, which is I, I find that. Ex- Exciting. I think it's good for them. That's a big step but it forward, seem, hopefully. It seems like all they're going to do is deal with chassis, data, and technical support. They're still going to get their engines from Roush Yates. Okay. Well, which well. are good engines. Yeah, they're good. I think the chassis will help, and definitely the data. I mean, we saw that we saw it happen with uh, Levain family getting in alliance with Gibbs and their 
progression came from middle of the field to, you know, competing in the top 10. It could be 15. a start. It definitely a start. It's going to take, I think, a couple of years, just like Levain family. But of course, you know, with Bell coming up, it's just going to skyrocket, I feel, after that. Yeah. And that's all the news I have. But where's Christopher Bell going again? He's going to the 95. He's taking uh, oh, yeah, that's right. the Benedetto right. spot. I had a moment, and I was just like, okay. wait a minute, Christopher Bell. Hang it's been a, a long day. It is. It's been a long day. It's been raining. The, the, the days are getting shorter. It's been raining up here because it hasn't been raining where I'm at. It's been raining up here. Oh, I know it's supposed to rain tonight, but yeah, yeah it's it's been a, a weird day. I I got home this morning and like jumped right on Formula One and just started. Racing. See, there's your problem. You need to be productive all day. I was I've productive been out, this I've been afternoon. Out, I've been out looking at T-shirt designs and stuff and helping oh. stuff out. And you've been on Formula One. Well, it's because I got home this morning from work and I was like, oh man, I got to go back to work tomorrow. So I was like, ah, that's always a bummer. So Never do like, that. Never. Dude, I don't want to do anything today. Yeah, it's a bummer. So yeah, well, that's pretty much it. I mean. I don't know what else you got over there. No, that's all. Tell me. That's all the news I have. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's pretty much it at this point. What do we want to go to? Formula One. At no, this man, point? we go to. Oh, still working the soundboard out. You didn't have it on, did you? Well, you got no. You got different banks. You got three different banks, and if you don't have the right bank, instead of hitting my next segment sound, I'll be hitting a completely different sound, and people will be like, "What the hell is going you're on?" Just there? pushing buttons. Just pushing buttons at that. point. And then they're gonna be like, "Oh, where did Preston go?" And you're gonna be like, "Oh, I hit the eject button, and there he goes. Well, he's not here anymore." Now I gotta go find him. Now I gotta go find him. And oh, oh, yeah. Watch that. Where's the, you don't have like a, a live one or something? Okay, I could hear you through the table there. Oh, I'm sorry. You're, you're totally ruining this whole production. I know, here. it's terrible. It's terrible. All right, let's just get into Formula One. Right, here. Let's do it. And just like that, Formula One. Fast. Oh, I love the old sound of the V12s. <laughs> the V12s. But Circuit of Americas, what a race. Uh, congratulations are in order to Lewis Hamilton. Yep, I saw that, and I immediately thought of you. And I was like, oh, Beamer's not going to be happy about that one. Well, well, the, I wouldn't say not happy, the, but The historical factor of it is amazing. He's one behind Michael Schumacher. Yeah. You know, which is huge. He even matches Schumacher, and now he's up there with the greatest. He's been up there with the greatest after he matched Senna's and Alan Prost and Sebastian Vettel. Mercedes been in those silver silver arrows are just doing something I, that I have no idea if anybody I don't think anybody in, in the future can even touch right now. I I the, completely agree with that. They're this decade's Ferrari. They're you know, last decade it was Red Bull. The decade before that it was Ferrari. Now it's just Mercedes Patronus. Uh yeah, Patron. Yeah, I think that sounds about right, Patronus. But my goodness, I mean that's how it's spelled. Yeah, that's how it's spelled. But those guys are on fire. Congratulations to Lewis Hamilton. I like rooting against him. I yeah, love that, rooting against that it, guy. Yeah, I, it sounds like it's just going by decade at this point. Now, now we just got to figure out who will be the next reigning. I'm hoping. People I'm next hoping decade. Haas. Haas had. A I would love to see Haas get up there. Season, abysmal season yeah, this year, and. I'm looking forward to Brazil and what is it, Abu Dhabi? Yeah, Abu Dhabi. Yeah, there's two races to go. Well, but, I, yeah, but, but at the right. same time, it's like, man, Hamilton could just start the race and park it. What's he have to prove now? He's going to go I mean, for the he, win. Well, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I'd be going for the win still too. Why wouldn't you want to go for the win? I have no idea, but Botas started on the pole and um, his 11th career pole. He actually won the race. Um, so congratulations to Valtteri Botas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But really an unproductive race. Botas and Hamilton led the whole race, so Mercedes was out front the whole time. They're just out there dominating, which is but, what they're getting paid But to on do. lap five, or at lap eight, Vettel broke suspension 
and you're watching it on TV, and he's coming around the turn, and it looks it's like his front just popped up. Yeah, I, it was I a, saw. I think it was a right rear suspension. I remember I'm, seeing that, and it was very awkward at first. I was like, "Whoa, what happened?" Oh, I saw that. I was, he was I don't. He wasn't making a pass on anybody, was he? Well, he he stated even on lap one that he had very bad oversteer, so he mm-hmm. was very tight. The car wouldn't turn. The front end wasn't gripping. So I'm thinking something. It looked like the rear broke, but something was affecting the front to the point where he wasn't being able to turn around the corners. Yeah. And he, well, he was just out of it from the start. The highest finishing Ferrari was Charles Leclerc. He finished fourth. Mm-hmm. Verstappen had another good run, finished third. And uh, let's see here, a, a surprise, I mean, a good run for Lando Norris. Had a great run. Daniel Ricardo, Ricardo did well. Nico Hulkenberg finished in the top ten. So Renault did a great job. Alex Alborn flexing his muscles there in the big seat there for Red Bull. Yeah, Lewis Hamilton pretty much dominated this season. He's going to keep dominating for the rest of the season, I'm sure. I'm looking forward to 20, 2021, I believe. They're going to come out with a whole new package. Kind of like the Gen 7 car for NASCAR. They're going to come out with a whole new package, yeah. which they're hoping that would bring cut costs and bring their competitiveness closer. Uh-oh. I doubt Uh-oh. that. Because you know what always... I know what this sounds like already. You know like what already. this always happens. Somebody's going to figure something out that isn't that they could use to dominate and it's going to be the Renaults are dominating I'm cringing now. over here right now. And I'm curious to see what it looks like. But So that was the Circuit of Americas. It wasn't really anything to write home about. I'll tell you in the uh, Rate the Races segment of the show. It just wasn't, I can't even really put my finger on it. It was just one of those races. I think all three races this week in the Xfinity, the Cup, and Formula One were just kind of like, meh. I agree. I completely agree, honestly. Even though I didn't really see much of the cup race, it's still, I mean, there was a couple of things in there that we'll get to, but I mean, like, uh, all, all of them, it was just, I don't know, it felt, the weekend just felt like meh in general. Well, it, Sunday it, did at least. Saturday night didn't feel like that for me, but. Saturday night was all right for me. I watched that race Sunday, but it was a good race. It's weird how you just said that everyone is trying to cut costs and make it, more competitive? Is that what you said? They're trying to level the playing field. See, this is, I don't like this. This is already sounding like NASCAR again, and we all know how that's been going for years and how NASCAR's trying to level and even out the playing field, and it's just not working out. It's good and bad. I would love to see Formula One race like NASCAR. It's never going to happen. They're never going to be three wide. I, that, I, I think just Formula the, One just needs to stay in their lane on that one. I think every auto sports discipline needs to stay in their lane. <laughs> To be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, you're Let's right. Let's not try to be like NASCAR, not try to be like Formula One. Formula One, don't treat, try to be like NASCAR. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Please don't try and fix it. But that was Formula One, so. Didn't, so, hang on, I, I got to go back here for a second. Mercedes went ahead and locked up the Constructors' Championship, right? They that was at the last race? No, they did that, I believe. I thought they did at that the Jap- At the Japanese Grand Prix. Oh, it was Prix. Japanese Grand yeah. Prix? Yeah. Okay. A, that was a couple of weeks ago, so. Well, one of their guys, Mercedes, they had a trophy in Mexico. I thought it was Mexico that they did it. Unless that's well, Lewis Hamilton got the winner's trophy in Mexico. Yeah, but there was another guy off to the side. That is the Constructor winner, like, you have the winner of the race gets a trophy, and then the. The Constructors. The Constructors. Trophy. Oh, okay. So they did wrap it up before that. Okay, all but, right. But I that isn't confused. a championship. That's just a here. The this Mercedes is one. So the driver's trophy goes with the driver, and the constructor's trophy for winning the race goes back to Mercedes. Does do they do that in NASCAR too? 
does does the like the makes? Do I don't know. I think maybe it's more of the team, and it might not be like a big trophy. But I know yeah. like some something's that's a good question. I'm gonna look into that and find out for next week. There's a lot of questions going on right now. That's weird. Well, it's okay. That's why we're here to learn and educate the listeners of In the Marbles to better ourselves, to make yeah. everybody better we and everybody understand the world of auto racing we're better. We're here for the people. We're here for the fans. I would say we are. I would say absolutely we we're are. We're here for the fellow Marbleheads. Oh, yeah. Marbleheads. I like that. So that was Formula One. We'll rate the race at the end of this segment, but now we're going to get into NASCAR. Oh man, it's so seamless now. It I don't is. have to. I don't have to cut this in post production. I could just put it in and Ho- just let it flow. And hopefully, it comes out well. And this is a test run for it. This is a crash course in it. Crash course, I like that. Well, we're gonna go right into the Xfinity series here. And what do you think of the race? I know we kind of hinted on it. Um. Well, I had to go back and watch some highlights. Um. I mean, I I slacked a little bit this weekend. I told you I went out of town on Saturday night, so. Um, but, uh, the Xfinity series seemed, uh, it was exciting too. I mean, between them and the Cup series, like you said, it just felt like a mad weekend. It was just really odd. Well, it was, it, it was Christopher Bell just dominated and won the race, just ran away with it. So he secured his ticket to the playoffs. Um, let's see here. And what's crazy was, um, Austin Sindrick, who had a very good run, finished third and now he's seventh in the points, 31 behind the cut line. Noah Gregson, Gregson wrecked. Mm-hmm. So now he's in the 47 points behind the cut line in eighth place. Definitely in the danger zone. I've rated my danger zone for this race. Third, Tyler Reddick all the way down. And yep. third, Tyler Reddick's only 36 points to the good. But his average finish at Phoenix is six. At, but he's only raced one start. In fact, let's count here. One, two, three drivers have made only one start there. Two drivers are making their first start, and that's Chase Briscoe and Noah Gregson. Not very good for Gregson being 47 points behind the cutoff. Well, I mean, so you're saying that your danger zone is Tyler Reddick, Tyler Reddick, third down. Well, you're, oh, you're saying you're including I mean, Tyler Reddick, 36 points up. You're still including him in there? Oh, well, I mean, I will. that he has to have a terrible race right. for that to happen. You know, mathematically, he's in I the mean, danger zone to me. Yeah, yeah, you technically, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I mean, big three looks like they're going to make it. It does. It does. So, Christopher Bell already locked up his chance. Um, I hope Justin Allgaier makes it. I do, too. That would be really cool if Justin Allgaier makes it, but his average finish is 12.7 there at Texas. not horrible. He just needs those stage points. I don't know. I think next year when I start, when we start giving away stats and stuff, I'll start getting the stage points. I'll go a little more deeper in the weeds there, yeah. a little deeper up in the marbles, as some might say. <laughs> then you're going to be getting loose and spinning out. I might be. I might shoot myself in the foot there. <laughs> I mean, looking back, I, I got, just looking at the results here, I mean, let's see, one, two, three, only four different leaders in the race because the top three finishers all led laps, and then you got to go all the way down to, da, 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 I saw it a second ago, Tyler Reddick. He was finished 29th. He led laps, too. That was it, four people. It doesn't, well, Christopher Bell. Dominated, seemed, 101 it laps like led. both Cup and Xfinity, clean air mattered so much at Texas. If you were out front, you were golden. It seems like it matters a lot of places at this point. It actually does. This new aero package is definitely different. I can't wait to see the Gen 7, but we got another year of this package, so it's not going anywhere. Yeah. It's, man, I don't know. Well, another year, we'll see if the fans really get back into it or not. Well, I think they will. I start to worry at times. Why, why worry? 
I don't know. You know, I have people that come up to me and they're like, we'll talk about NASCAR, but like nobody really follows it anymore because it's not, they don't, people don't find it as interesting, which I don't blame them. Sometimes when you're watching and you have this one guy that just leads a lot of the race, I mean, you know, it's just like a Formula One. I think that's what Americans want to see. I think we want to see the passing for the lead, the bumping, the banging and stuff. We yeah, like that. Yeah, like at like short tracks. We like the contracts, contact sports. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Europeans, I think, like to see that dominant car in the lead with a good driver, a good team, and everything just working together as one machine. Yeah, well, forward. because, well, see, in NASCAR, I mean, like, it is important where you qualify, but it's really important in Formula One because it's very difficult to pass a lot. I could care less where somebody qualifies. And I mean, Denny Hamlin, no, it was Kyle Busch and Darlington started almost dead last. And then by stage one, he was already in the top 10. Yeah. Well, yeah. So who cares where you start? Yeah. Well, absolutely. I'd rather start from, from the back with a good handling car than killing and qualifying with an ill handling car and then just go right to the back. Look, look what happened to Daniel Hemrick a couple of weeks ago. Where was it? He qualified on the pole. Was it Kansas? Yeah. Qualified on the pole. Did he stay up there? Not for one lap. Nope. Not for one lap. He got caught in the sucker hole and went straight to the back. There's a lot of stuff we can talk about this. Oh, yeah. Like, even after the season's over, oh, my God, we could have so many debates on any all all this stuff. Oh, absolutely. And we're going to. We're going to. But then we go to the cup race, and Harvick dominated, and Stuart Haas dominated in general. I told you Harvick was going to get it done this weekend. I told you. I believed you. I believed you. So... Stuart Haas, top three, the only one who didn't finish in the out of Stuart Haas there. Who was it? Fourth. Stuart. Boyer down there Boyer. in 11. Boyer. He led laps. He had a good couple of runs there in the stages. He Let's see here. Boyer finished second in stage one. That's about it. And that was about his only points getting, and he needs as many points as he can get. There was uh, a lot of uh, 11 different race leaders, technically. Now, I'm looking. Quick question here. I'm looking at the results here. Okay. And... It's telling you if people finished the race or not, you know, their status, you know, a lot of running. And then, like, Jimmy Johnson, who led 40 laps, it says DVP. I don't know what that means. Do you know what that means? Because it says here, I'm looking D- at NASCAR.com, DVP, like D- Delta v- Victor. Papa. Papa, there you go, yeah. Um, Because it says, you know, it says right here, it says final status, it says running, and you go all the way down here, and you got guys that, uh, like David Reagan, it says accident, you know, and... uh how many laps they ran. But, like, Jimmy Johnson, like, one guy has uh, Quinn Hoff, the 77. It says rear hub. And then Jimmy Johnson says DVP, and I'm trying to figure out what that might mean. I mean, like, Timmy Hill had an engine problem. I guess I'm going to have to. He didn't have an engine problem. He wrecked. Timmy Hill? No, Jimmy Johnson. We're talking about Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. Well, I was saying that Timmy Hill, it says that he had an engine, engine issue, but Jimmy Johnson just says DVP, and that's really, like, it's... Dirk and my nerves. I'm going to have to Google it while yeah. we're going over Google this. that right now. So we get to the final standings of Texas and going into Phoenix. Got it already. I okay. should have known. What is it? It's the damage clock. The damage vehicle clock. Oh. Yeah. Damage vehicle policy. Yeah. The da- <laughs> I that- don't think I've ever seen that before. That's why I didn't know. I don't think I've ever really seen that on there before. Actually, I've... Don't DVP. For- and I, don't- I was just like, why didn't they... No, no. You got to abbreviate everything. Yeah. It's, well, it's that's, the rule. It's the rule. Yeah, you're right. Anyways... So we go from the points after Texas going into Phoenix, which I think Phoenix is going to be great for all three series coming up. It's going to be just fun to watch and make sure to watch that and comment on what you guys think, who's going to advance and who's not. And just overall, this is going to be a fun weekend. So Truex and Harvick advance, no problem there. Yeah. Chase Elliott in a definite must win, 78 points behind the cutoff line. 
with an average finish of 11th there at Indianapolis, or sorry, Indianapolis. I got Indy on the mind at Phoenix. Yeah. That's not going to do it. I think he's nope. not going to make it. I don't think he's going to make it either. The best, the defending champ of the race is Kyle Busch, and his average finish there at Phoenix is a 3.3. I think he's well into the good. I think barring anything crazy, he's 22 points to the good. Barring anything crazy, he's going to advance. What's crazy, Hamlin was, I think, 22 points to the good going into Texas. Yeah, that, that's a big one right there. And he and then dropped. Now. now he's 20 behind the cutoff line. Logano, who finished fourth, his first top five in the playoffs, is mm-hmm. now 20 points to the good. Yeah. That's big. So Logano's going to want to keep that up. I don't think Larson's going to make it. I don't think Blaney's going to make it. I think you're... Top four going into Homestead from my stats here. Truex and Harvick, of course, Kyle Busch and Hamlin. So it's going to be Joe Gibbs has a 75% chance just looking at it winning the championship. And yeah. Stuart Haas has a 25%, 25% chance. chance of winning it. I agree. I'm, I don't know. I want to say maybe Denny Hamlin wins at Phoenix. Maybe. I, mean, I think he's probably thinking that he, I mean, if I were him, I would think that I would need to win as well. But I, th- I think anybody third on down. So Kyle Busch, Joey Logano, Denny Hamlin, Ryan Blaney, Kyle Larson, and Chase Elliott feel like they're going to need to win. We already went to Phoenix this year, right? Phoenix is two races, right? Phoenix is two races, yes. Okay, so we have already seen the whole start-finish line is in a different area now. And I don't recall offhand who won that race. Ooh. I don't recall at all. I'm going to go all the way back to it while we're talking about it. I can go do it right now and tell you. Where am I at? Do, 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 do. Oh, yeah. it is. It was like the third race of the season, fourth race. Uh, Kyle Busch. Yeah, he's he's very good there. And then Martin Truex was second in that race, and Ryan Blaney was third. I'm looking at fall races. When I do these averages, I'm looking at their fall races, oh, not yeah. their spring races. Yeah. I could care less because it's totally different with the temperature and the tires and everything. So it's a totally different race, in my opinion. Now I'm, now I need to go look at the temperature while we're talking. Now you got to go look at the weather. It's a Sunday afternoon race, right? Either that or it's a night race, so it might be Saturday. But it, Veterans Day coming up, it might be a Sunday race. I'll, uh, I'm gonna look. I'd... But then we get into the truck series, and that's gonna be fun because Matt Crafton's out, Austin Hill is in. I think Chastain's gonna go. Brad Moffitt, Stuart Friesen, Ross Chastain, and Matt Crafton are gonna go to. We're going to go to Homestead and so, battle for the championship. Yeah, the uh, trucks are racing Friday night. And yeah, so Xfinity. The Cup and the Xfinity are both in, like, the afternoons. Saturday and then Sunday. Sunday yeah. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So tomorrow we're going to have a busy weekend of getting ready for Homestead. White flag, white flag, white flag. One lap to go. One lap right here. Uh, Preston, you have anything else? That I think we're way out of time Dude, here. I'm... I don't think I got anything else. I think next week we're going to try to have phone-ins. We're going to have people try to phone-in to the show. Yeah, I think it'd be great. I already let Maples know. He's looking forward to that. He yeah, just yeah, said tell absolutely. him what time. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll post it. Make uh, make sure to keep your lookout on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, absolutely. We might get a call from Justin Allgaier. Hey, yeah. We, hey, I like the new profile picture, by the way. I, I made sure to update you. that on Twitter and I, Instagram. Well, I did that because people always, well, what's in the marbles? It yeah. was my podcast. Yeah, the weekly race of But now people don't need a ask. No, now they can see. Now when the T-shirts come out, boom. And the bumper stickers come out, boom. boom. It there is. it is. So anything else, buddy? Uh, no, that's uh, – I, I don't have anything else. What you got? No, I got nothing, man. We're just going to go ahead and send it out now. So for everybody here at In the Marbles, I am Matt Beamer alongside Preston Lude. Make sure to follow us on Facebook at In the Marbles and on Twitter at Marbles In and also on Instagram 
at in underscore the underscore marbles for all the latest news that we have coming out with. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening and to have a good rest of your week. And we'll see you next week. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more.